should have coffee for this. Hey, yeah. Live from your ESG 2.0 version D subsection minus four. It's a woke data Wednesday. Woo! Spectacular. Yeah, I yeah. love Woke Wednesdays. Here at the ESG that's Stuffing Farm. Oh, that's old. That's old. Uh, yeah, that's old. That's, yeah, that's last. <laughs> Joined as always there. by our BS correspondent, Matt Muscardi. I'm. Doesn't matter who I am. And today's ESG lined 1.5% for profit Netflix watching throw blanket called November 30th, 2022. That's a lot. I make fun of stuff through not so clever ESG listicles. I love that. I mean, let's be real. I'm good at making fun of stuff, but I'm not really good at being clever. That's yeah. why I don't get uh-huh. any calls from Glass ah! Lewis. That's correct. As soon as Glass Lewis calls me, I'm leaving the company. But still, they've never called me. <laughs> they're not. They not only have they never called you, they I have zero interest in the things that come out of our mouth. It's not true. Uh, we have a uh, uh, a visit from our very own. Cuckoo Tickle Town? I don't know what's going on there. Is it Cucker uh, Carlson? I, apparently, Cucker Carlson ESG keeps changing Tucker his Carlson. name. He's just he's yeah he's getting he's getting a little bit more absurd. This and one a was word from our sponsor. Though. Ooh, that's like a golf clap for our sponsor. Going, Matt. Today's episode is sponsored by Sgage, your ESG data solution, which is the perfect segue to this. And Matt, yeah. I love segues. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell everyone listening. This one's not on Matt, this section. Matt actually interacts with people in the ESG yeah. world, and I'm proud of him for that. So this is all me. So if if you happen to work at one of these companies, don't blame Matt. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't even really work here. I'm a contractor. I look Matt if got we me can't from laugh up, at ourselves. Yeah. If we can't laugh at ourselves, then what's the point? So yeah, well, let's start at the top. Actually, okay. So let's start with okay, us. So Matt, uh, the this this these companies come from something called the TBLI Better World Prize. Uh, yeah, we're up for that, baby. Go go vote. Go vote for free float and board saber metrics for the TBLI Better World Prize. Just look. People's it up. Choice Award it. for Best ESG Measurement System. Yeah, us. This, this yeah. is a real thing. This is a real thing, and we are yeah. really up for it. We, we really presented are. this morning. This is true. Um, this is true. This is all okay. true. There are a lot of people up for this prize, so we need votes. And I think what you're going to do is talk about some of the people who are up for this prize. So uh, Matt sent me a, a list of all the companies involved, and I selected. I only wrote down the ones that made me laugh. <laughs> and you're going to see it's a um, long list. <laughs> These are easy. like all of them. These are like what? What do we even call these? These are like uh, this is like the the indie film of the ESG world, right? This is like Kevin Smith. This is like Clerks. This is an old reference, but that's really old. Well, these are not all that way because uh, Rep Risk presented. That's and true. ESG book, which is arabesque. Oh, um, uh, no, you're just they're, you're just putting everyone to sleep. Let's get to my players. list. Let's get to my list. Yeah. And first, let's just make fun of us. How about this? How about free float? What the hell is free float? Well, board saber metrics does sound boring. It's what boring is board saber, saber metrics. metrics. What's, what that's, is all that? What is that? Stupid. It's really, I don't know who in our marketing department was like, that's what you should go with. We appeal to like seven guys named Larry who live at the parents' house and watch baseball. Uh, first name that made me laugh. Covales- Co- no, wait. 
Co- covalence. That doesn't make me laugh. This is a name, covalence. Isn't that, that a like a, you know, isn't that like a trigonometry thing, the covalence? Yeah, but what are we doing here? Covalence. What? All right, moving on. <laughs> Paragon plus impact. Oh. <laughs> the Paragon. <laughs> what is that? I don't get that one either. Is that like <laughs> you, you add plus impact to, to your I like a, Can you add a plus impact to anything that you do then? Can you just do... Can I it be like... Yes, I think the answer is yes. Like I think whatever, Dawn detergent plus impact. Yeah, whatever company you endeavor to run, I hope it has some level of impact, even if it's just feeding your family. I think that's a positive impact. Yeah. Right? Yeah, sure. Okay. Do we have to put the plus impact moniker on it, though, to make... Speaking of plus, on? next one. This is one that's called future plus, but the T is spelled as the plus sign. Future plus, and the T is a... <laughs> wh- how come we didn't think of that kind of nonsense? We did not use any like mathematical things in board saber we could have done board saber metrics board with a zero we could have made the a like a percent sign or something we didn't do it though well i i gotta tell you that's one of the reasons why i did pick covalence because the 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 a looks like an upside down v i thought that was clever anyway (laughs) next one esg par that's not that's not what the you par want to be, is, is average. It? Par yeah, is par like, is a like we, like you went from Paragon plus Impact, which is the the top, the Paragon, yeah, to par. Like you, just, you're leaning into we are average. I mean, look, someone's got to be it. It's good. And they got ESG in the name, and that's the point. That, this is why I love our sponsor S Gauge because when the great Paul Hodgson told me that it's not ESG Gauge, it's not S Gauge. I was like, yeah, it's wow, S-gauge. that's brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> the first company I've ever heard of that used the, those letters like that phonetically. Yeah, they actually spell them out. Well, because ESG spells ESG. How about this one? ESG playbook simplified sustainability reporting. I, I think when it's that long, it's you've already you're, you've jumped the shark on. on I think they must just call it the playbook, right? Like, but that playbook. does make me think of like Bill Belichick on the sidelines calling a play, right? So is that no, maybe that's a good one? Yeah, but ESG, ESG book. Version. What's that? ESG book. How does that strike you? That one, they're a big firm, and I don't get the yeah. name. I don't know why they went with that because it's just ESG are, book. Do you just read? It's just read. read all day long? <laughs> it's, we just read stuff. That's what we oh, do. We read stuff. How about this is a good one? Responsible alpha ESG integration. That sounds serious. That, that does sound serious. Sounds very adult. Very Princeton. Yeah, we're not that adult. That's, no. that's we, we're children. Compared to whatever that is, alpha I did ESG. notice though that yeah. their their logo I think is like a a, a wolf, like a silhouette of a. wolf. Is it a wolf it... eating a smaller wolf? <laughs> that would have been better. Then I would have been even more scared. How about green arc? Hmm. <laughs> you <laughs> you okay. could go with any color for that. <laughs> How about oh, I like this one. Total impact capital. That sounds. Very male, very aggressive. Total impact capital. It it sounds like everything should be blue, like a navy blue. Yeah, in fact, play that transition sound effect you use. Which one do I use? I use all of them. The one that you always do for... (laughs) Not that one. How about this one? Or this one? Yeah. That's total impact capital, baby. Yeah, I like that. You need an echo on your voice, too. All right. uh, ESG Tech... Is that a trade school? What is that? I don't know what that is. <laughs> ESG Tech? 
I don't get that one. It's, it's in Southern Georgia. It's East Southern Georgia Tech. We're getting to some good ones. So packed. Oh. Like I'm I'm guessing the packed is from impact. The so is like from so what, I guess? What is no, that? It's What's from social. so packed? It's social, social. impact. It's a so wouldn't it be so packed? No, because social packed sounds gross. So this no, is just so packed. I imagine like a social packed teddy bear. <laughs> I mean, oh, okay. look, if you're listening to this segment, yeah. consider this free advertising because no one <laughs> knew how these firms and existed. And we are we want to partner with all of you. We, we want, want every one of you sponsors. We'll bring you on the show just to talk. Really, like we're yeah, we're, we're just as stupid as you are. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about here, it. <laughs> here we go. Now we're getting to some good ones. Spark Impact, but the the K in Spark is a C. Now help me out with this one. Spark Impact. Yeah. So I know Mark Tule who started Spark Impact yeah. actually, and um, that's supposed to be an acronym, and I think the C okay. is for collective is it for california what is it cauliflower where we were going with this i i don't i don't remember um mark's a super nice guy and i don't remember i i remember feeling confused by the acronym and again i remind to you and matt to matt and our audience what the hell is free flow so you know we're no we're no geniuses i wouldn't it be cool if the c and spark impacts stood for the c and impact like it was like a self-referential postmodern yeah it's like that that feels like um not <laughs> a natural c to really land on next company is just impact except again there's a the, the c and impact is a k and there are two a's i mean they have to be scandinavian right or like a i'm thinking like a like a, a mumble somewhere like a mumblecore rapper from atlanta <laughs> or something like that i don't know <laughs> that would be amazing yeah uh, elevate, elevate. That's just pompous. No, elevate. Uh, is it, is it, is it the number eight? Is no, it ele- just, just a straight word. Although free flow, elevate. That's kind of the same idea. Maybe we, we are the same. That we are pompous jerks is what we yeah. are. <laughs> How about this one? True alpha. True alpha. Ooh, they almost stole our 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 company name. Um, True Novation Investalytics. That's what we were going with. Well, do you want to describe that since you sang it out So loud? they were a sponsor of ours yeah, for a little while. And that that, uh, that was like a company that came to us. And apparently they make ESG listicles. Oh, well, isn't do. that kind of what we do? So, But True Alpha is kind of stepping on True Innovation Investalytics. There's a lot That's of true, true out there. There's true. How, how about this one? All one word. Your stake. S-T-A-K-E. Your stake. It does make me hungry for... S T E A K, like steak. my steak. Yeah. Okay. Another variation of impact. This one's impact with just a K. Impact. No T. No C. No T. Impact. That made me impact. think of pack mules. I'm not gonna lie. Like, and is that like a into... <laughs> like an African breed of a pack mule? Two clever ones. Uh, one accountability. That that the A and the ability is capitalized. Accountability. Yeah. That's like a Obviously. pun, like a hair salon pun. <laughs> no, that's that's someone who's very able with accounts. And your favorite, uh, materiality, but the real the real part of materiality is spelled R E A L. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that. That's uh, that's a lot clever. to deal it's, with. It's one it's letter change, with. and it made me think really hard about how to spell it and say it. 
I like that one. Uh, ES3G? Is that like th- is that a take on 3D or are they, you think there are three parts of G? Like, what do you think the three is about? No, I, I said that one to Ari this morning, and she was like, well, "Aren't we on 5G right now? Like, what are they like way mean? behind?" I don't and know I what said, that means. and my response was the ESLTEG was already taken. I think it's just cell cell reception. All right, let's wrap up this horrible segment by <laughs> this is the worst segment we've ever done. One more company to make fun of in the ESG space. ESG Dow. Now, I don't even know if that name is funny or not. It's D-A-O. I don't really get it, but I was tickled and pleased to learn when I went to their website that two of the three co-founders were wearing cowboy hats. And and I got to tell you, Matt, I don't know any other cowboy hat wearing people in the business world other than Kimball Musk, the brother of uh, Elon Musk. He's a cowboy hat wearing Brooklyn Trustafarian. But I just thought this is exciting. I... I think that people think ESG is just like an East Coast elites kind of game, but no, they this this ESG DAO has cowboy hat wearing founders. Uh, wait, you don't um, care. But isn't a DAO a decentralized autonomous <laughs> organization? Isn't it like a crypto thing? Yes, actually, that's part of what they're doing. Uh huh. That's open, what I thought it was. Building I, an at open, first I democratic, thought it was... incredibly neutral ESG scoring system. I don't know what that means. I thought it might be DAO, like dead on arrival, but or DOA rather, but um, but I think that's wrong. I think it's crypto. All right, why don't you um, why don't you play our visit from Cucker? <laughs> All right, let me. I need, I want to introduce this first. We're gonna play yeah. Cucker now. Um, so what you're about to hear mm-hmm. that so first of all, again, it sounds a lot like me. It's not me. No, it's not you. This is somebody else. Not technically. No, it's another, a different recorded person. Yeah, I mean, it could be you, but you're saying it's not you. That's what you're saying. I'm saying that it's recorded separately from me talking now. So it's yeah. not me saying this right now, right? I think what you're and saying is that ESG book is not the same thing as ESG playbook. I think that's what you're that's saying. That's right. They're different. It's a different, different thing. thing. So uh, <laughs> this one actually was legitimately terrifying. Okay. Are you ready? I haven't heard it. Here's a headline that crossed my desk today. Mauna Loa, Earth's largest active volcano, just woke up after 38 Mm. years. Does that strike you as a curious choice of words? Mm. Not erupted, Mm. not awakens, not even spews. No, it woke. Mm. It would indeed be curious if you weren't paying attention to how even the scientific community is run by a cabal of woke billionaires and secret Nazis. Mm. And if you think I'm kidding, you're not listening closely enough. I'm Cuckoo Tickletown, and this oh. is Are You Terrified yeah. Yet? Yeah. <laughs> I am terrified already. Name change. The headline about Mauna Loa comes from Scientific American, the widely read peer-reviewed journal of science available to the public. Mm-hmm. It's notable because it's one of very few scientific journals the public actually reads with over 3.5 million readers and more than 5 million online views annually. Like a lot. It's also notable not because of what it is, but who it is. Uh-oh. The Holtzbrink Publishing Group was founded by Georg von Holtzbrink in the 1940s. Uh-oh. And Georg got his career start as a publisher for the Nazi mm. Party distributing propaganda and going so far as to acquire previously Jewish-owned publishers Mm. as part of Hitler's purge of Jews in Germany. 
And just so we're clear, you didn't mishear me. I said Nazi. Mm-hmm. Nazi, Nazi, Nazi. <laughs> really hammering the whole The Holtzbrink family went on to become billionaires as a result. Ugh. And the company is now in the hands of the grandkids, Stefan von Holtzbrink and Monica Schuller. Hmm. Since shedding their Nazi badges, Nazi, hmm. the Holtzbrinks have been busy. But instead of pushing Nazi propaganda, oh, they're now the voice of climate change propaganda globally. How, you're wondering? Well, in 1986, the Holtzbrink Group acquired, you guessed it, Scientific American. But they weren't done. In 1995, Holtzbrink also acquired the Macmillan Group, one of the largest publishers of American textbooks today. And in 2015, they acquired Nature Magazine, which is the only quote-unquote scientific magazine to endorse an American presidential candidate in Barack Obama in 2008. How invested in climate change is Stefan, the CEO of Holtzbrink now, you wonder? Well, Holtzbrink's venture capital arm, HV Capital, is the largest investor in a firm called Climate Labs Mm. out of Germany that sells carbon credits through a program called the Clima App. And if you don't know what a carbon credit is, it's a way for a woke corporation to publish a report that says, sure, we released a lot of carbon emissions into the air, but we offset those with these credits over here, so we're all good. Hmm. Let's consider this now. A major global German publishing company with ties to Nazis has spent decades devoted to stories on how climate change is destroying the planet, publishing it not only in scientific magazines, but also in the textbooks our children read. Then they go on to sell fake solutions for climate change in the form of a climate offset through a company they invest in. And do you know where you can get the Clima app? Uh-oh. Of course. The woke Apple store led by gay CEO Tim Cook. So I'll read the headline again. Mauna Loa, Earth's largest active volcano, just woke up after 38 years. And now I'll ask you, are you terrified yet? It's exhausting. Once again, whoever's creating these is just really just too good at that. I, I find it disturbing. I, I mean, I it, it, it's a little it's just, on the nose, isn't it? Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't even know how to talk about that one. Well, I'm going to say to whoever whoever's writing these, Cucker, yeah. Cuckoo, uh, whoever you are, they're actually very easy to make. There, <laughs> it turns out you don't need well, any real thought. Uh, it's interesting what he dropped at the end there. That yes, it's true. It does sound like apples unbelievably now is going to become uh, the new poster child of a woke corporation, right? Because Elon Musk has started a fight with them, and that's it. That's all it really takes. As as some wacko starts a fight with you, like DeSantis with Disney or Musk with Apple, then you suddenly become... You just say woke. woke corporation. you're woke, yeah. But this was the same corporation that our very very own beloved uh, Emma Lurking hated, yeah, she didn't and, like Apple. Yeah, and Emma was as woke now. as it gets. So this is how confusing the world we live in now is. What what becomes a woke corporation and what doesn't is a very confusing to me. I mean, it is the the Elon Musk fight. Elon also just said that ESG is the devil. Um, yes, and he accused he accused Apple that 
if they don't advertise with Twitter, it means they do not believe in free speech. That's his. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is what's happening. It's it's like if you don't we, do what I, I say, Matt, we you're don't a woke advertise devil. on Twitter. Yeah, we don't advertise on Twitter. Yeah, but we're woke devils, so that makes yeah, sense. No one cares about what sure. what we're saying. Like yeah. we just spent ten minutes talking about the names of small ESG data providers <laughs> that have funny names. Who's listening to this? Who cares? Oh, no one. See, now you're depressing me. <laughs> well, I'll tell you who's listening. Who's uh, listening? It's our ver- it's our our great sponsor, S Gage. All their friends and family. They listen. They, they do. Better. They better. Yeah, they better. That's all of our. That's all of our downloads. Let's uh, let before we get out of here uh, and play uh, Paul Hodgson's piece today uh, from our sponsor SK. What is he talking about? Me- He's ESG talking about in like ESG metric, some stat, the stat of the week. He's talking about yeah, the stat a, of the week. This is relevant information for all you hardcore ESG nerds out there. As, yeah, I we wouldn't play it if it wasn't relevant. Yeah. We would play so, it because they're sponsors and they tell yes, us to. That's why we would. <laughs> yes. And, and before we get out of here, Matt, anything else you want to say? Cause I'm, I'm done. After. I'm going to let Paul take us out of here. Yeah. Let's let t- Paul take us out. Paul, right. where are you? Spin the wheel on Paul, the silky voice of Paul Hodgson. Here it is. <laughs> Hello. It's Paul Hodgson here with S gauges statistic of the week. And in honor of Woke Wednesday, we are looking at the prevalence of ESG metrics in executive compensation plans, incentive plans. Now, we've split it up into the S&P 100, S&P 500, and the whole Russell 3000. And it will not surprise you that the greatest prevalence of the use of ESG metrics in executive incentive plans is highest in the S&P 100. It's Mm. actually at 81% uh, Mm. for... Whoa, what did he, wait, I got to pause. Did he say 81%? Are we allowed to pause our sponsors? I don't even know. Yeah, I just did. Contractually, I I don't even know. I just, he just said 81% of the, that means 81 companies. Yeah, but we found this, right? We found this for years, that the the biggest corporations are actually the ones that, that tend to adopt a lot of these ESG practices first. Sure, the practices, but he's talking about linking it to CEO pay. Right, but what's the how, we don't know how much the linkage is. It could be 001 percent. We don't really know, do we? No, we don't know, and I don't. I don't know that anybody knows. So let's find out what Paul. Well, Paul to knows. Paul knows. Paul, Paul knows everything, but he might not tell us today. He just string us along. For the the kind of general ESG metrics uh, that drops to seventy three percent in the S and P five hundred, and then down to forty percent in the Russell three thousand. Now. When we break them down into E, S, and G, we're actually breaking the S part of it into social metrics, excluding human capital management metrics, HCM, and then HCM metrics on their own. And in fact, if you look at just the HCM metrics on their own, that's where most of the use of ESG metrics is coming from, because that's at 72% in the S&P 100, 64% 64% in the S&P 5, and then 31%. Uh, it's much lower in the Russell 3000, but the other metrics are far rarer in that index as well. So when we're talking about HCM, we're talking about health and safety, diversity, equity, and inclusion, pay parity, those kinds of things. If we're just looking at social metrics, which is just above half of the S&P 100 uses uh, those in incentive plans, we're talking about things like supply chain, product safety, and then the governance metrics, again, just above half in the S&P 100 and over, two, over a third in the S&P 500. We're talking about things like ethics, compliance, board diversity, that kind of thing. The lowest prevalence 
of ESG metrics actually focuses on environmental metrics. Oh. Those can be anything from GHG emission targets to uh, hazard reductions, spills and other disasters, keeping those at a low level, etc. So those are actually at 39% in the S&P 1, uh, 25% in the S&P 500 and down to 9% in the Russell 3000. Jeez. Now, shareholders tend to get hot under the collar about companies setting overall corporate targets for you know ghg emissions greenhouse gas emissions reductions those kinds of things um in terms of environmental there's a lot of greenwashing going around there's a lot of companies saying they're going to do something and then not doing it setting unrealistic targets or just not disclosing targets at all and just saying that they're going to you know bring down their ghg emissions to 20 2005 levels, for example, by 2030, but not explaining how they're doing. So shareholders are not particularly impressed by those kinds of things. They also get a little hot under the collar, not as much because it's not seen as, uh, as quite as important, about the use of ESG metrics and incentive compensation plans. While they welcome them, generally, they're also a little concerned that mm, they're not hard enough, they're not targeted enough they don't govern enough of the bonus for it to really make it worth their while sometimes they're a little difficult to measure as well although the prevalence of hcm metrics you know like health and safety it's easy to measure you know lost time incidents etc etc um, pay parity those kinds of things are hard targets they're easy to measure there are some other targets that are a little softer um, and a, a little more difficult to prove um, you know, whether there's child labor in the supply chain, for example, those kinds of things. Um, so there's a little suspicion about about their use in terms of, uh, you know, how much bonus do they govern? Uh, you know, is it a gateway? So you have to pass this target before you get any kind of bonus at all, those kinds of things. But nevertheless, we are making progress because all of these percentages, even just a few years ago, would have been zero. So that's Paul Hodgson with S-Gage Statistic of the Week signing off. Happy Woke Wednesday. Paul needs theme music. But and can True. I just thank, can I thank Paul that, uh, for, for saying something optimistic for once? We don't do that. He's Why right. would we? It used to be all, it's, everything used to be at zero, and now there's at least something happening. You know, the thing that struck me about what he said, actually, was <clears throat> isn't he describing things that are their job to do? Uh, yes. Like that just seems like what's happened is that we're finding out that for years they did not make that part of their job. Like they weren't right, paid Paul, to do it. As Paul would say, it's it's easier to game like e earnings per share targets, right? It's just easier to to mess with that. Well, that's why that's my biggest complaint. We complain mm -hmm. about ESG constantly. And you do. I like, don't. Like how greenwashing, how we can game the system, all that stuff. But we've been gaming the system for as long as there's been a system. Oh, yeah. Like we've, yeah. we've been managing our earnings and our earnings per share. We decide like when something is considered a capital expense and when something's yeah. considered a long-term improvement. Like we, we, we make up the rules as we go along. That's what we do as humans. And we're really shocked when they do it in ESG. We get outraged. But we have what ignored the fact that it's been happening for years in fact well we covered yeah. on monday's nerd alert yes. that if you are a ceo and do tax avoidance 
it's good for your career. Like we're they found like we we literally are celebrating when you greenwash your taxes, but we hold ESG to a higher standard. Tell it's me, it's also worth worth pointing out that ESG is often lumped into the soft sciences category. Yeah, yeah, but. The, but but all these targets that Paul is referring to, they're all hard targets as opposed to these wishy-washy TSR, EPS targets that we don't even know if the executives have any hand in controlling. It could just be the market. It could be the industry. Well, that's the worst. The, the, right? Like, you these can't actually seem like hard targets. Yeah, these these seem like, th- like targets that the, the executive can actually affect at the company. Think about what an executive at a company can actually do, right? They sit down, they have a pot of money that the company has, and they make choices about how to spend their money. And so one of the things they're going to do is make choices, make bets on how to best Mm -hmm. spend their money. Like fix that, you know, that plant over there, or we spend it on a new fangled plant somewhere else. So we, how do we move our money around? And the only other thing they really do is they make sure that the people involved in working at the company don't hate their lives, die, or go somewhere else, right? Yeah. Some because you need sure. every dollar you spend to be maximized. So every time someone comes into work with their mm-hmm. lunch pail, you need them to work as hard as they can to make you more money. And I guess right. the third thing they would do then is manage up. They go talk to their shareholders and their investors and like the board and talk about how great they are. So they have to sell up, they have to make bets, and they have to make sure the people at the company don't suck. And the bets that they're making yeah. inherently are tied to things like environmental what? issues. Yeah. What are you trying and to teach pe- us with this with this last I'm just saying, saying these are the these are the, this has only ever been the job description. There's no other yeah. job description. Like t- no. 40 years ago, wasn't this the same job description? It wasn't different. Essentially. But we we call like what they come out with a hard science. Like they come out with a bunch of numbers on a piece of paper and we say it's like finance is a hard science. The bets that they make right. is a hard science. But managing the people is a soft science. It's squishy. We don't know. We don't know anything. Maybe they're good at it. Maybe Nobody they're bad. The numbers that come out of it, they don't tell us anything. They're not yeah. good enough. The ESG is the whole thing. It's the whole thing. That's my point. That's I'm, that's that's all I have to say. I'm, I'm tired of hearing about how there's traditional finance that's a hard science and there's ESG, which is an unaudited soft science, when the whole thing is the same thing. It sounds Just, like you're... Your feathers are bristled by Elon Musk saying that ESG is the devil. I think you. I don't care. That guy says everything. I think it's it's, you. He says no, he's a, he's a blowhard in the in the ultimate tradition of blowhard. Speaking of blowhards, that's the end of this show. Yeah, that was a. We lot are of- free float. Feel free to contact us on social or LinkedIn or send us an email telling us how stupid our name is. Board sabermetrics and free float. I wish you would honestly. It would be great to get some feedback. And if you are one of the companies that we gently um, laughed at, we want you on the show. Not because the the name can be funny and you can be professional, smart, and doing amazing things. Come join us. Wait, and according to Matt's data, we were number 19 on Apple's business news podcast list. So someone's someone's somewhere is listening. So why can't it be... 
Get the so word out. So why can't it be you selling to them? I'm looking at you, SoPact and ESG Tech and Green Art. Come on, join us. Join us, Spark Impact. I'll call you, Mark. I actually know you. Come back tomorrow for more of whatever we do Just here. Until then, goodbye. Bye.